everybody, welcome to the Survival Show podcast with producer Ben. That's right. I said producer Ben. And me, David, where it's our job to take you step by step through the mindset, skills, tactics, and gear you need to survive almost any crisis, emergency, or disaster, and show you how to use the lessons you learn today to thrive in your life tomorrow. Producer Ben, where in the world are we? And where is where is the Master Craig today? Well, we're here at Shot Show 2020, and Craig is back by his lonesome in Kentucky. Today, Ben on the on the podcast here, we have a good friend of mine, Brian Stevens from Survival on Purpose, a popular popular YouTube channel, and we're going to cover a wide range of topics in the time that we have together. Before we get into this, go support our sponsors, sportsmansguide.com. The Sportsman's Guide. Yeah, we love Sportsman's Guide. And go check out tinysurvival.com where you can build your own ultimate everyday carry survival kit with our kit building app. That's right. People can go on there and design their own pocket survival kit, which I personally think is cool. It's pretty cool. So Ben, you ready to get into this and bring Brian in? Let's do this. All right. So we have brother Brian Stevens in here. Brian, how are you doing today? Man, I am better than I deserve. As we say in Georgia, I'm finer than frog's hair. <laughs> That's awesome. How's Shot Show going for you? It's going really, really hectic for me. <laughs> it's our fifth year here, and Luke and I, my son, we are, we're leaving a little early this year, so we really, uh, man, I, th- I think I heard that there are like 14 miles of, of aisles here with different vendors. Every year is bigger, but it's really cool. I mean, like you said, you get to meet new people and old friends. You know, I always get to connect with you here. That's always, always good, and other people that I, you know, sometimes this is like the only place that you, you know, because everybody's so spread out across the country. Yeah, yeah. That, but, but it's amazing that the people you, you, you it, one thing I was telling Luke yesterday was the community here, there's people from all different demographics, from all different ages, you know, socioeconomic, whatever you want to call it, but and it's kind of like everybody's in the same community, this gun, outdoor community culture, whatever, mm-hmm. and everybody treats each other with respect, and there's, you know, it's, it's just... Everybody gets along. It's just it's it's refreshing to see because I think sometimes the uh, per, the portrayal of of, of of those of us who who believe that it's okay to shoot shoot firearms is is um, sometimes less than positive in in the in the public media. It's portrayed that media. way, yeah. right? And yeah. so and really, it's, it's just man. There's so much. Everybody's just just so friendly and, and respectful and mm-hmm. and. It's just a great environment, in my opinion. I think if more people were could could come to events like this, they maybe have a different different outlook and a different opinion of of, of, of us gun toting rednecks. I totally agree with you. And I have talked to some local people, taxi drivers, and, and all. They actually look forward to Shot Show because it's actually one of the most peaceful weeks they have. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's really no rowdiness that happens. In fact, I believe this is probably one of the safest places I. I've, I'm ever at in my life in my in my daily travels on a on right. a year to year basis. So, I agree with you. It's it's a great great crew, uh, great crowd of folks. So, as we get into this, Brian, can you share with our listeners just some of your background, uh, maybe how you got what you're doing? Some some folks maybe have never heard of your channel, Survival on Purpose. 
you have a day job. That's not your full-time job. So if you can maybe just give us some background on who you are, what you're about, and uh, bring us up to speed on how you got to where you're at now. I was born at a very young age. No, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> so just you know, bottom line, I um, I was a when I was a kid, literally, I, I was fortunate enough to be uh, to be aware uh, raised in the in the era when I would hit the woods like in the morning and come home at dark, you know. And my mom and dad, and my mom didn't know where I was and didn't didn't have really have a lot of concerns. She knew I was out, you know, playing in the woods. So I've been playing in the woods since I can remember, literally. And then when I was, when I was old enough, I, I joined, became a Boy Scout, joined the Weeblows actually, and became a Boy Scout. And I did that for several years. I did not make it to Eagle Scout, but I had a, it was really some of the best memories of my youth. You know, I learned, mm-hmm. I just really developed a passion for the outdoors and for camping and hiking and just all that outdoor stuff. And along the same time, I don't remember if the first time I ever shot a gun was with, with the Boy Scouts or with my dad, but my dad, you know, we always had guns in the house. We weren't, you know, we weren't. Well, it just wasn't a big deal. We knew here's here's the safety rules. You don't you don't play these aren't toys and whatever. And, and I can just I can I can't remember not not being around guns and, and knives and, and that sort of thing. So anyway, as I grew up, I um you know got married, had a family and whatnot. Started had a, had a son, and you know when he got to the right age, we said you know you need want to check out the Boy Scouts, and he did. And he um you know the first thing they tell you if if you're if you're ever interested in, in joining the Boy Scouts as a parent, they're going to tell you. We need volunteers. It's only one hour a week. <laughs> well, you know, a <laughs> right, scout is right, supposed yeah. to be trustworthy, but they might they might stretch that mm-hmm. one a little bit. That one hour a week, but it's it, it, so anyway. I became a leader at that time, and and pretty much, um, gosh, for the rest up until just now, I've been involved in the Boy Scouts for the last gosh twenty twenty five years as an adult, which gave me the chance to. to to play in the woods some more, you know, so which is always good. And raise up the next generation. Yes, uh, my yeah. oldest son's an Eagle Scout, mm-hmm. uh, Luke, who you've met, who's here with us at the show. He's, he's, my, a, he's a fantastic young man. He he's is a fantastic. I, you know, I'm, I'm really blessed that all my kids are fantastic. Oh, I have four sons, and they're all fantastic young men. But two of them are Eagle Scouts, and two of them are in the Boy mm-hmm. Scouts, but they just decided they didn't. They didn't, you know, I, I, they call it the fume problem. You get car fumes and perfume. So they kind of, they got to a certain age, they just got busy. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you know, they're really busy in church and they, they so they just kind of, at this point in time, I can't imagine, when I was a teenager, it seemed like things were a little slower. Now there's so much going on. They so just many have to distractions. Be, yeah, yeah, so, but bottom line, I've got four, four great sons. Um, my last one, my youngest son will be 18 this year. And he's uh, about to be out of the scouts, and so I'm kind of wondering if I'm going to stick with that. I'm probably not going to, you know, stay with that because I'm not going to that guy. But I, I, I do like having an excuse, at least it's an excuse to force me to get out in the woods once a month mm-hmm. with the Boy Scouts. So I'm going to have to work on that. But I'm rambling. I'm, I know I ramble a lot. No, you're but, doing good. But it's my, good. Uh, as far as the Survival on Purpose channel, I am, as you said, I have a day job. I'm a plumber, and I worked for a large plumbing company for like 25 years, and now I have my own plumbing plumbing company, but I, um, about 2007, 2008, you know, everything hit the fan in, in, in construction and, and housing industry. So I was looking, honestly, I was looking for a way to, uh, to figure out how to, how to make some income. And so I, I made a plumbing video. I went to this thing and this guy said, you know, YouTube's where it's at. So I made this plumbing video. It was two, this was 2002? 2008. 2008. How to unstoppable toilet in 11 seconds. <laughs> so, and you know, and, and first, okay. that was just a great, man, it started getting all these views. So that was your test? Yeah, and it's like, wow, it's making, you know, so it, long story short, this, this one video is making 100 bucks a month on, on ad revenue at that time. And I thought, 
wow, man, if I made a bunch of videos, I'll be rich overnight. Well, <laughs> as you know, it doesn't work like that, but that was just a, that was a fluke, you know, it was kind of like the outlier. But so I, I said, you know, but I was really interested in, yeah, I didn't want to make plumbing videos. You know, I made a few, but it's, it's just not my, my passion. I've always, I'd rather spend time outdoors, right, than, than over mm -hmm. un unplugging the toilet. And at that point in time, um, Bear Grylls was really, really big. You know, the uh, survival TV was really big. And I don't know if I ever told you this, but I remember, so I started thinking, I want to make a YouTube channel about that. I just like that. And there were three, at least two for sure, maybe three channels that really inspired me. And yours was one of them, literally, I promise you. Mm. Like Dave Canterbury's channel, I watched probably every video he made, a thousand, I mean, and I watched your, your videos, and, and I really liked the way you did things. And um, those two for sure, there may have been somebody else, but I thought, you know, okay, so what I want to try to do is, is kind of learn from these guys, and I watched a bunch of your videos, and try to, you know, because you were doing a lot, at that time you were doing a lot of gear reviews, and um, Dave was doing a lot of how-to stuff, and I thought, you know, maybe I can kind of blend that. Mm -hmm. So I wound up starting, man, I looked back at some of my old videos, and I'm like, man, I can't believe that anybody will, I, I still can't believe people watch them, but I really can't believe yeah, anybody no joke, watched those. No joke there, yeah. So I, um, but my goal in doing gear reviews is to, um, when I was looking for something to buy on it, because everybody's buying stuff online now, you can't pick it up and hold it, put it in your hands and really see, so I would, I would check stuff out online, mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, this is just nothing, 100% but an advertisement. There's no details here, there's nothing, just here's a product that's pretty buy it. And I wanted to try to show as, as thoroughly as possible what the pros and cons and how the, and my goal, the bottom line, is to, to allow what people see on the video to help them and not what I say. And so I started doing gear reviews, and really more people seem to like those than they do the how-to stuff. So, mm -hmm. But anyway, it's been six years now. We're doing, we're doing really well, you know, up to, uh, at this point, 160-something thousand subscribers and, I don't nice. know, several million views. And um, I'm still here, man. I'm amazed sometimes. That, I think that, I must have met you, like, maybe the first year that you started. You did, and, and I was like, man, you're one of my heroes, dude. Come here, look at this. I know this guy. It's like I was excited, you know. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. And you found out pretty quick that, you know, I'm just a regular guy, right? Yeah. We spent a lot of time together. I remember. Yeah, I remember yeah. that year. We uh, we talked a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I and I have always appreciated. You've become. Uh, I I personally consider you a, a very close friend. Yeah, me too. And um, you're a brother in Christ. And I, I think I think what's particularly compelling about you is you're the same all, all, everywhere. Like you're authentic. You're I'm, the, I'm, you're the yeah. same online. Like. If you guys know, if you guys haven't seen Brian's channel, you got to go because he's exactly the same there as he is right here, and uh, and I think that's what people people like about you. Um, as I've watched your videos, I've been. I remember uh, what you, you did a. I don't know if it was with the MSK one knife, but you you did a. You were trying to do a bow drill fire, maybe. No, maybe it was before that, and you you didn't you didn't make it. Now most YouTubers. I'm just going to tell you the way it works. They wouldn't show their fails. Like a lot of people don't show their fails. But one thing that I really love and appreciate about how you do things, you take people on a journey as you learn things. And you're, you, you tell people like, hey, I've never done this before, but hey, let's give, give it a try. And if, if you don't do it, you know, if you can't do it, you, you tell people and you learn from it and you come back. And I think maybe the next time you got the bow drill fire or something like that. But yeah, maybe if I didn't show my mistakes, I wouldn't have anything to show. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, yeah. that's exactly what I mean. It's um, yeah, man, that, that bow drill fire is still. I mean, I really want to be an expert at that, but 
I've, I've got way more failures than I do successes. I'll put it that way, you know? Yeah. It's, it's not you. as easy as, as Les Stroud makes it look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that's great on your background, your backstory. So, so what, you told us how you got into it. Uh, specifically, what are some of the pros and cons that you found with YouTube? Because because we you were in early, I was in pretty early. I mean, I was just thinking this morning, it's been almost ten years. It's almost, wow. almost been a decade of my life. Yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe just talk to anybody that that's saying, hey, you know, I'm a drywaller. Maybe I should do you know three ways, you know, how to spackle a wall in three minutes or something like that. You know, some maybe maybe even just speak to somebody that's listening here, and has maybe a dream or a vision beyond maybe their day job. Um, speak to that. Whatever you want, man. Just, I think just go with it. That's a really, really good question. But, but I think the, the biggest thing, the absolute biggest thing I think is people need to understand is it is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot it? of work it to is. really have a, a, a channel, you know. I mean, my wife sometimes has gotten, it's been, a, it's, let's just say it's caused, my YouTube channel has caused some friction in my home because of the time it takes to do these things, you know. It's mm -hmm. like, it's, it really, I tell people, and, and I'm fortunate enough now I've gotten to the point where there's a little bit of income coming in, you know, but, but I worked really, really hard to get that. And, I, and completely honestly, I, I, don't make, I make no bones about this. When I started the channel, one of my goals was to, 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 to create this as a business, to, 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 to generate an income. Mm -hmm. and, to and, and still one of my goals, I would like to be able to say this is my full-time income from Survival on Purpose brand, whatever that means. But... To do that, I tell people I have a full-time job with a part-time income because it really does take a, a lot of time and effort, um, not just to not just to make the videos. Making the videos many times is the easiest part of it. The actual recording of the videos, you know, you got to do your anyway. You, the point being that uh, people see these big, big names on YouTube and think, "Man, I'm going to be a YouTube star, and it's going to be I'm going to be rich." And they see PewDiePie and all these different numbers you hear, um, and it is, you really have to take it seriously. Over the years, I know there's a lot of people have asked me, hey man, I want to check out my channel, I want to help me with my channel, I'm trying to do this. And I'll go back and look and you know, well, you got a video here and then another three weeks you've got a video and another six months you got a video. And that's fine, there's nothing wrong with that, but if, you, but if you're serious about creating something that, that's gonna grow, then you gotta be consistent. And um, mm -hmm. I mean, I remember Good point. when I reached 500 subscribers, I thought I had hung the moon. I thought, man, this is, I can't believe there's 500 people in the world that want to look at my stupid, silly videos. And I still can't believe there's anybody that wants to look at my silly videos, but, but they do, you know. And it's, um, so it's humbling. And it's also, um, but, but the bottom line, don't tell, it's a lot of work. The other thing is you've got to have a little bit of a thick skin because it's social media and people will say things on social media in those comments that nobody would say to your face. Because mm -hmm. they'll, they'll call you names, they'll, 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 they'll be insulting. It's amazing some of the comments I've gotten over the, over the last six years just because they disagree. And if, if you, it's, it's, so you've got to have that thick skin. You can't take it personally. And finally, I've finally learned just to ignore them. I used to respond to those people and argue with them, and it's like, you know, it's pointless. Just ignore them. Mm -hmm. Like, like my, my mama used to say, um, sticks and stones and all that stuff, you know. Right. You can't say something good, don't say anything right. at all. Yeah. Yep, it's not a place to be if you have thin skin, that's yeah. for sure. Yep, social media in general, Yeah. any type of social media. But YouTube's particular, I don't know why YouTube, but it seems like uh, trolling on YouTube is, 
is yeah. maybe a, a bit more. I, I guess I think part of it too is curating your fan base too. Um, you know, everybody has their haters, but uh, I think if you're generally positive, you, you attract that sort of a fan base too. So, you know, if you're going to do like satire videos or something like that, right. or, or like maybe like, you know, political commentary or things that are maybe a, a bit more controversial, uh, not that you, we shouldn't talk about important things, but, uh, you know, you, you may attract more. But anyway, I wanted to get into, um, you, 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 in our relationship over these many years now, several years, you seem to be really comfortable in your skin. And, um, you know, I know this is a survival show podcast, but uh, I like to expand it out, not to just be like, okay, what gear do we buy? How do we do EDC? But also, we, we all have to survive. And one of the, uh, I remember ha- uh, last year I had an interview with EJ Snyder, and he talked about online bullying. Like, there's people killing themselves every day because yeah, of online yeah. bullying, right? So, um, maybe you can talk to people who, you seem to be particularly comfortable in your skin. I mean, we're both older. I think we're about the same age. You may be a little, I don't know who's older between the two. I'll be 60 (laughs) next month. Okay, you're older than I am. I'm older than everybody I know. (laughs) When I go to survival trainings, I'm always the oldest guy I know. Isn't that something? Um, But you know who you are. And so maybe can you talk to people about, how to navigate, and maybe particularly that person that's listening now, and and they're dealing with pressures. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's family pressures, marital pressures, money pressures, social media pressures. I mean, we get into social media, and all of a sudden we've got to be, you know, we're we're dealing with people who literally curate their lives on Instagram with the perfect pictures and the perfect places and everything else. And it, I, I feel like it's creating this discontentment in our in our culture, and, and it's uh, particularly damaging. But you seem to have navigated that really well. Can you maybe speak to somebody who, who um, uh, is trying to navigate those crazy pressures of life, and, and how do you maybe just come to a point of figuring out who you are and, and, and dealing with all that? So that's an excellent, excellent question. And so I'll just cut to the chase. First of all, I think the absolute number one thing is you got to recognize that you are an absolute individually created person, that God created you, that you have a creator, mm-hmm. and that he loves you. And I think that's extremely, extremely important. You know, Finding our, our identity in, in, in a rock, you know, something yeah, like Yeah, so um, he loves you enough that, that he was willing to come here and, and take human form and... and you know the Jesus story, and so if you're not familiar with that, I'm not going to preach at you. But that's that's the that's the foundation, right? You got to build mm-hmm. your life on, on on solid rock, and that's that's a solid rock. But from a from a more earthly or, or a practical or whatever you want, to, however you want to call it, viewpoint, I think the the first thing is is to recognize, like you said, everybody, what you see online, those are like the highlights. That's like the highlights reel of people's lives, right? Mm-hmm. And when you say that, I thought I heard a Mike Rowe podcast because I listen to Mike Rowe podcast every, mm-hmm. every, and it was about um, something everybody does. You know, like every one of us and every human being passes gas, right? So I mean, it's just like we all have these human foibles. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> we all have we all get stuff stuck in our teeth. We all we all you know we all have bad breath sometimes. We all just we're all what is it Shakespeare said that the air is human, right? So mm-hmm. we all have these these foibles and these these mistakes, and nobody's perfect, and. and what you've got to do is, is, is cut yourself a little slack, you know? 
and recognize that we all have strengths, we all have weaknesses, and don't judge yourself, don't hold yourself up against somebody else's highlight reel. Just, you are, everybody has, has I'm, it's amazing, it's one thing, for example, I've, you know, we're, we're Ubering around here in, in Vegas because we, we don't have a, a ride here, so we're, I've met so many people from so many different backgrounds here, mm-hmm. Uber drivers, and just in my life, and one thing I've, I've found is that we all have in common in this human condition is that everybody is essentially at the root core, we're, we're all way more similar than we are different. We all, we all love our families, we all, have, we all typically make mistakes, we all are proud of things, we all, we all have this innate, God-given inside of us that, that I think draws us together and creates a lot of commonality. And you've got to just remember that, because as we were talking about these comments, you know, I think that there are people who are so unhappy that their entire source of, of, of fulfillment is, is to try to make somebody else feel bad so they feel a little better about themselves. And you cannot allow those people to, to, to bring you down to their level. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, that's just, do your absolute best to, um, to, to pay attention to that. But focus on trying to get, trying to get connected with, with, with your creator. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I know that there are a lot of people that don't hear that stuff right now. And if, if, if you're one of those people listening, then my challenge to every single person who, um, who, Reject, who, who resists that? It's, you know what? Here's here's my challenge to you. Um, ask with an open mind, and open, if you don't believe that God exists, you don't believe that He loves you. Just ask Him to reveal Himself to you, and then listen. Um, I'm telling you that I, I challenge anybody to do that. So, and I didn't I didn't mean to start preaching here, but but I think that's, that's just a good challenge. I think mm-hmm. that is absolutely the, the cornerstone. Mm-hmm. That's really so anyway, good. that's really good, man. I mean, I'm I'm in the same <laughs> place as you. Yeah. Uh, so that that was really fantastic, and I th- I believe helpful. I, I believe people that are listening right now that was helpful. Because it's a weird culture, man. It's things are screwed up, and every day I'm challenged in in areas, and I have the same rock as you. So if I'm challenged, it's got to be really hard for people that don't know where that where that foundation really sits. Right. All right, let's take a little turn here, and I'm always curious to hear, because you, you do a lot of reviews, you thought about survival, you've, you've been with Boy Scouts uh, for a long time, and I think our listeners would be interested to hear what you think would be maybe the most probable one or two threats that we really need to be prepared for. Hmm, I think... Um I have a list here. You want me to run down through the list, and you can pick from a list. Or do you yeah, have yeah, do that. And then if, if I think of something different, I will. Um... Okay. So, so again, because we have so much access to media, uh, it, it, it it seems like we're surrounded with threats. You know, and, and don't get me wrong, there are a lot of threats, but but you really have to, uh, you know, look at your current situation and and the world at large and and kind of discern. You know, we, I, I say be prepared because you never know, but honestly, you can't be, pre- be prepared all the time for everything, right? So you want to go with the most probable things. So here's a, here's a list. Uh, we've got, these may even, whoa, who did this? These may even be in alphabetical order. Active shooter, attacks in public or at home, bioterrorism, cybersecurity or cyber attacks, civil unrest, drought, earthquakes, extreme heat, floods, uh, nuclear, biological stuff, 
weather-related things, pandemic, as, as I just heard about that whole thing that's going on in China now, right? We gotta fly back to the East Coast in two days, right? Uh, so pandemics, power outages, uh, pollution. A who put this in alien attack? Uh, <laughs> that's the one right there. <laughs> Volcanoes, wildfires. I mean, Australia, I guess they've gotten some rain there. I've got a friend over there. Uh, wilderness emergencies, medical emergencies, or anything else. So I, I kind of think that part of that is it really depends on where you are. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I, I'm in Georgia, good, so good. we're pretty far from the coast, so hurricanes aren't really a big deal for us, you know, storms and stuff like that. And, and then the other part of it depends on what you would do on a normal basis in your life. But the uh, one thing I, I think it's important, like the Boy Scout motto is be prepared. I mean, mm -hmm. so I think that, first of all, you should look at just your everyday life. And so like for, for me, for example, I, you know, I carry every day, I carry a firearm, I carry a, a medical kit, you know, I carry a way to start a fire and all that kind of thing because um, those are the, those are the uh, just every day, you never know what's gonna happen. So you're gonna, you're gonna be prepared for as much as possible. Mm -hmm. I think that sometimes the, the prepper term gets a lot, of, a lot of negative connotation because of the TV shows in the past. You know, like they'll, they'll pick the absolute people with the, the most extreme, you know, mindset about we're going to prepare because of something completely, you know, they just try to, I think it looks good on TV, right? So mm -hmm. I think that, first of all, just look at your everyday life and just be prepared for what happens if your car breaks down on the road, you know, or what happens if, if you, um, you know, if your power's out because of a storm. Just, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be some end of the world scenario that, that could really disrupt your life. So look at those items first. But then as far as major like societal collapse type things or huge, huge things, I think that the um, storms, whatever storms that might mean in your area, weather related conditions are probably the most likely reason you would need to, to have some sort of you know, preparations. Whether it's hurricanes, if you live in, in areas where there's cold weather, a lot of snow, that might be an issue. Um, in Georgia, our, our biggest deal is probably tornadoes, um, potential tornadoes, or just, you know, storms. Actually, in Atlanta, two inches of snow shuts the city down. So it looks like us, you know, mass, it looks like there's been an end of the world event if there's two inches of snow. So I remember like three or four years ago, we had, a, we had our, we, I think we had a record snow. It might have been four inches. So literally everything was shut down. And uh, it took me what would normally take like 30 minutes to get home from where I was. It took me like four hours. I know people personally that had to park their cars on the side of the road and walk home. But I was pretty comfortable because I knew I had in my truck a little backpack and I had, I had a little, little shelter, a little way to make fire. I had a wool blanket. I had everything. So if I had to, I could pull off and, and, and find a patch of pine trees and get a fire going and we'd be, I'd be good. And I think so those are probably the most likely. And then honestly... Man, I hate to say this, but I think we were talking to some other people, you know, about the whole Second Amendment issues, and, and mm -hmm. I think we are probably closer, in, I think we're closer than we've ever been in my lifetime to really having significant, potentially Civil War type stuff, you know, an armed rebellion or whatever, because, you know, everything that went on in Virginia turned out peaceful, and that's great, but there's, 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 a, group of, there's a group of people who are unwilling to compromise on, on our God-given rights. And there's also a, another group of people who either because they're naive or because they have best intentions but they don't really understand or not think it through or because they really don't care um, who would, or, or are fine to push that, to try to light that powder keg. Mm -hmm. So just 
you know, you've seen we've seen it with the, with the um, riots and Antifa stuff. So, and, you know, it, depending upon your your ge geography and where you live, that could be a really bi a really big deal. Um, if you're caught, in, you know, because a mob mentality takes over, and people lose people that would ordinarily not do anything harmful or, or be nice, they kind of get it's a psychological event. They kind of get caught up, and mm -hmm. they could you know turn cars over and burn cars and do things that are that are, that are very very dangerous. All right. So, so how's that for an answer? That, that's, <laughs> no, that's really good. So you touched on you touched on a lot of things there. We try to oftentimes bring it back to uh, something that Craig has in one of his books, which is uh, mindset, skills, tactics, and gear. Yep. In that order, right? Mindset. Uh, can you can you maybe speak to uh, some action points or some things, some wisdom of what people should be thinking about, maybe with regards to mindset? And I'm thinking of character here, even. Like there's a lot of issues that we have today because of uh, character issues, building character. And I know with Boy Scouts, that's a, that's a big thing. How do, you, how do you build character and have the right mindset? Because uh, you can have all the gear, but if, but if you're messed up in the head and you know, you've got a survivalist mentality and you're just gonna you know, kill people and take their stuff, that's, that's a problem, that's a big problem. But if you've got friends, and you know how to relate to people, I think, I think you have more options. So can yeah, you maybe yeah. speak, to, speak to mindset first? Yeah, I think that's a good point because I've talked to several people, you know, like E.J. Snyder and, you know, people that were on the loan show Larry, and every, people who have actually been in survival situations or actually, you know, have dealt with that. And every single one, I ask them what the most important thing is, and you're right, it's all, it's all about mindset. I mean, mm -hmm. that's true in everything in life um, because... First of all, you have to recognize that you, you are probably more capable than you think, but you also have to recognize that you have to be honest with yourself and recognize your, your shortcomings and, and be prepared and to, to, in order to make preparation for that beforehand. I think I see that in so many people that they, they have this mindset. That's, I call it a head-in-the-sand mindset. They're thinking, I'll be ready when this happens, but they have not done anything to prepare themselves to be ready. So you gotta, you gotta be honest with yourself and you gotta recognize that, okay, this could happen. I'm not, you know, I'm not Superman. It's not like on TV. And I need to take these steps up front and prepare myself for that. At least get your mindset ready and, and recognize that. An, an example is if, if you're in a self-defense situation, right? You have, to, you, you, can, you have to defend yourself with, with deadly force. You have to make, in advance, you have to have decided, okay, I'm willing to do this to protect my family. You know, if, if my family's at risk, then, then I'm going to do what I w would be unthinkable to me normally to make that happen. Because if you don't do that, if you're not prepared mentally and you haven't thought through this mm -hmm. stuff, I think, you know, um, scenario-based stuff, right? So, like, whether you're a golfer or whether you're, a, you know, in the military or whatever, a lot of the training involves what if, thinking about, okay, if this happens, what am I going to do? If this happens, what am I going to do? And have that in your mind already so when it does happen, if something does happen, you're not, you don't have that, your decision-making time is, is, is a lot shorter. When you don't have time to decide, you know, what, what's at your core and what you've yeah, trained, yeah. the lowest level of your training is going to be, going to be the, the way that you respond. So you've got mindset, the decision, the character, all, the, all of that, doing hard things to build your character. 
You want to do yep. something that will build your character and lower that ego, right? We're talking about getting your ego yeah, out of the yeah. way here, right? <laughs> exactly. Go ahead and try and build a build your own fire with natural materials. Yeah. Okay, just start there, everybody. Try and do yeah. that. <laughs> and that's what I tell my kids, you know, because they're like, because one of my kids is like, Dad, this Boy Scout stuff's fun and all that, but what's the point, you know? And that, so we did a week-long kayak trip mm. at the Outer Banks, and so we were paddling kayaks all day, and it was hard. And we left, like, at the last night, we had, we had, like, nine miles to go. We left at 3 in the morning, and we had glow sticks. And we, so it was really cool, but we're paddling. we got to be at a certain place to catch this ferry, right? And it was hard, hard, hard. And, and, but at the end of the day, they all had a good time. And I tell my kids, here's the deal about outdoor skills and why I think outdoor skills are so, so important for everybody to learn because it teaches you, like you said, that hard stuff won't hurt. You can do hard stuff. And so if you learn to build a bow drill fire from natural materials or you learn to, um, you learn to you kayak nine miles on it, as fast as you can go or whatever the case may be, the pro, it's, not, it's not the skill itself that, that, that builds that character. It's the process of, okay, I, this is hard and I feel like giving up, but I'm going to do it. You know, I know, and when it's over, you, you, may look, you, may, you may not care that you were able to build a fire, but you can look back and say, okay, I did that. And it, it, it kind of rewires your brain to recognize that, you know what, yep. this may look like it's impossible, but if, but if I focus on it work on it, I can accomplish way more than I thought I could. Mm -hmm. And if, if you can get that into, into your psyche, then it gives you a confidence to, to be able to deal with a broader range of situations. Absolutely. That's fantastic. So we've got mindset. We've got some skills. Tactics. How would you define tactics? I would define tactics as, as being able to think through the process of what, what the, the, the most advantageous way of accomplishing a goal is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, you, and that, you may need certain skills to, to, be, to be able to accomplish that goal, but the tactics are how you're going to use those skills and which skills are you going to need. Um, and that's, you know, tactics is typically often thought of in like a combat or battlefield environment, but it's, it's, it applies to anything in life. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to learn to drive a car or teach your, or teach your teenager to drive a car, you, need to, you know, your tactics would be, what's your plan to do that? Mm -hmm. You know, the skills they need to learn for, or driving a car, and the skills you need to learn are, are pretty much concrete. You need to be able to do this and do that and do that. I, in your example, how do I... How do I drive a car? How do I manipulate this car to make it do what I want? Right. Tactics would be somebody's running across the road in front of my car. What do I do? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Good. Okay. Gear. You're gear. the gear man. Share with us some stuff that you saw at SHOT Show that you liked and some stuff that you thought was ridiculous and you hate, if there's anything. Because you uh, don't hate much. No. You don't, don't even much. like that word. That, yeah. you, that you weren't. Okay. Here's how my wife says it. It's not my favorite. Yeah, and I was thinking about that, thinking about that the other night. I saw, um, man, I saw a. Um, I, I'm go a any guy. direction you want to. With I, that I'm a question. gun guy, so so I like guns. And I saw mm -hmm. a, a couple of a. Um, I saw one gun that I really like. It's a um, S Sky nine millimeter. I think it's just it's a little nine, ten, ten round nine millimeter. It's going to be like three hundred something bucks for a quality you know firearm, which is good. So because. Um, that, that's, I just think it's important. If for, you guys don't dealing. know out there, that's a good price for yeah. a quality firearm. And then I saw a, um, saw just today, which is really cool. Um, it's, it's a company called Polymer 80. Anyway, they're, um, you can build, you can build your own gun. You can build your own Glock style pistol. Mm -hmm. You know, like a Glock 19. 
Yeah, really like, but but yeah. you can do it yourself legally. You don't have to have any license or anything. I've got one. It's pretty cool. I've got one one of each going right now. Uh, yes, yeah, so I've only I've only ruined one lower so far. That's good. Cool. I, so, I think I learned all my lessons over that see, seventy-five that, bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and that brings us back to kind of like uh, you know I'm I'm a of liberty. So that you know that used to it, there was a time in this country when it, it wasn't a big deal. People made their own gun. People made guns, and people people did did what they needed to do. And nobody you know nobody just went out and shot up a bunch of people, right? Right. So, but. Um, I'm trying to think of something different that I saw. Seventy-nine dollar nine millimeter. And it's like a single shot. You screw the barrel off. You put a bullet in. And you can't say, so I don't know. I don't know what I thought about that. It was kind of different. But, uh, <laughs> it wasn't your favorite. Yeah, but but there's there's so much gear here. I've been really working on you know creating relationships. I haven't done a lot of videos this week mm-hmm. because I'm just. I mean, it's just. I'd rather. I've met so many good people and, and reconnected with so many people. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a thousand people making videos. If I can create relationships going down for the future, which will help help me bring better content to my viewers down right. the road, that's kind of what I've been focusing on. Well, you are the model of consistency, so we're all going to give you a break for this week, Brian. I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, I, I, what is it? It's usually, is it, is it uh, Thursday and Sundays for sure, sometimes on a Tuesday? Is that how, you, how it works with you? Because I, I get all your notifications. I get yeah, your notifications. So every Friday and every Saturday. Friday and Saturday. And then okay. random videos throughout the week. All right. Um, anything, knives. Have you, have you seen any knives that, that you thought were kind of cool? I mean, there's like 10 billion knives Yeah, I did. There. See, so I actually just got to meet with Emerson Knives this morning. And oh, um, okay. Emerson Knives is really cool. They are a U.S.-made company. And, and I'm really trying to focus this year as much as I can on more USA-made products because... Um, I like, you know, I'm, I'm American. I want to support American, and I think that it's good for American jobs and everything else. Obviously, sometimes it's difficult to uh, to make, meet the same price point making stuff in the U.S. You know this better as, mm-hmm. as well as anybody, you know, with MSK1. Is, is you, you, you can build stuff cheaper offshore. You know, it's just the labor's cheaper, everything's cheaper, but at the end of the day, and some and you know what the quality can be can be excellent. It's, it's not that everything's people think that stuff from China or wherever is just cheap junk, and some of it is obviously, and some of it's not. But I'm just trying to focus on American stuff as much as I can. And so Emerson knives is a really good one. But I also found that you know buck I'm, knives. I'm taking notes because yeah. like, we only have a day and a half left here. <laughs> buck knives is is is, buck? Okay. is is a good company. They're an American mm-hmm. company. I actually got. I to think meet. I've heard of them before. Yeah, and they're, and they're you know they got some some good products. So. so you know, I don't want to just just plug a bunch of knife companies here, but there's some cool stuff here, and, and there's some some good knife stuff and um, knives and guns and camping gear. It's, it's there's just really, again, such a wide variety of gear that um, I think there's a, there's a, a, a so there's something for anybody's budget that I think is functional. You know, one of the coolest things I saw. Was this tiny survival ultimate survival kit thing? And I'm I'm saying I know you're sitting here and it sounds like I'm sucking up, but I'm telling you, <laughs> uh, that, that new survival kit build kit thing you got going is like I think that is super super cool, man. I really do. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, it's, it's um because I looked at those components because I'm a I like survival kits. I mean, like you know. Survival. Oh, what did I? You mean what I gave you the other? Yeah, day? yeah. Okay. I mean, I like survival kits. Obviously, and survival kits are cool. And it's always, uh, the fact that you can have something in your pocket that's small enough that really is functional. Brian got the pre-launch prototypes. Cool. Oh, am, I, am I supposed to? <laughs> no, you're that? good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I think it's going to be that's going to be a, a really 
well-received well, well product you come out with because, know, because it's just um, glad you I like checked it. out a it, bunch it be, of them. It means a lot to me that you, because you know I like to bounce stuff off of you. We've got some other stuff coming up that I bounced off of you, and yeah. I really respect your opinion because I know you're going to tell me. If it's, if it's terrible, you're going to tell me that. You're going to say, that's eh, not my favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, but it's, um, it's just a... The components are really high, high quality, which mm -hmm. is because there's a lot of these little survival kits in the market, right? Like my number one video I ever did, my kids got me this little survival kit in a can, right? And like that sucker's got a little cover a million views. For me, that's a lot. And but I think what I said on the video was, could I survive with this? Yeah, but I'd hate to have to, <laughs> you know, because it was like <laughs> it was, you know, it's just cheesy stuff, you know. Yep. And um, it fills a can. It, 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 yeah. it clicks some boxes. Yeah. And it's it's a lot of pieces. It, exactly. It's kind of like first aid kits, right? Commercial it's, first aid kits. Yeah. You know, it's 101 items, but it's you know band aids that don't stick. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of like so, you were saying, the people focus on the number of pieces, like people focus on the gear when really. It's not. It's the mindset. It's, it's what can you do with what you got. In it, right. You know. So. Yep. That's really good. How about some lightning lightning round questions? Unless producer Ben's been really quiet. I he's over to the side, so I can't see if he's trying to get my attention to jump lightning in. Lightning round. Is this like I got a buzzer? I got to hit like Jeopardy. <laughs> here you go. I'm going to give producer Ben the lightning round questions here, or whatever else he wants to ask, and we'll just take maybe another couple. I of get minutes. to talk. Sure. Yeah. So there's a couple of questions. You can make stuff up or pull something from the mailbag if you want. I'm just a quiet soul. <laughs> I just enjoy listening. He really is too, because we've been hanging out. Like he just—he's quiet. He's not just a, it's not just an act. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you guys are like twice my age, so you know I don't have three any times. Three times. <laughs> uh, lightning round. Who's your favorite survival TV personality? My favorite survival TV personality is Matt Graham. Matt Graham, because because I, I met him uh, and he's just a really cool dude. He's been he's, he's like he's just a nice guy. He's, there's no pretense there, man. He's a real deal, and just a um. He's and, not just and he helped me get one of my few bow drill fires, so I got to give him that. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Didn't he like do bow drill fires here at the show a couple years ago? Yeah, he, he helped me get floor. a bow drill fire. Yeah, <laughs> so that was cool. Nice. Yeah, he like started a fire in the yeah. yeah. The, the uh, the security guys weren't real happy about that. Oh right, I remember that. Yeah, there was like smoke. You could smell it like coming. Yeah, I think we were. They right. weren't happy with me either because I was at Dave Canterbury's booth and with um, um, did like those Yuko matches, and it was the Yuko thing you blow out, and when mm -hmm. you blow it out, it smoked the whole place up. So, so yeah. Mm -hmm. So Dave's Dave's one of my he, he's one of my favorites too. I got to give him credit, but mm -hmm. he's but. Time for one more. We got probably like five minutes. Do I get here. to answer it? Do I get the answer? No, you don't get the answer. Oh, just the guess. We already, we already know who your favorite is. It's obviously... Give me that mic. <laughs> uh, All right, what's next? Let's see. Well, we kind of heard this one in the beginning, but who's your favorite podcast and like, why do you like to listen to them? Without a doubt, Micro, man. I just really like Micro. And it's, maybe it's because, because my background in construction, I'm a plumber, you know, and he's, he, he, I think he's... He has really been a champion of, of, of skilled trades and blue-collar workers. And I just really, I used to listen to Paul Harvey. I liked Paul Harvey when I was a kid. And his, his um, the way I heard it videos, podcasts are kind of like an homage to Paul Harvey. They're pretty cool. So anyway. I, just I really like Mike Rose's podcast. I'm yeah. glad he's back because he took time off. Yeah. About yeah. six months off to write his book. 
And so he yeah. was here last year. He was the keynote speaker. It's the only time I've ever paid to see a keynote speaker here at SHOT Show, and it was excellent. He told some great stories. Nice. Anyway. Nice. I'd like to hear what Brian's favorite or a book that you're reading, something that you would recommend to people that they might wow. enjoy. So mm, two things. First of all, if you're a second if you're if you're a second amendment guy, and this has got it's got a couple of R rated parts in it, but it's a book called um Unintended Consequences by John Ross, and it's um mm. it's extremely long. And it's but it's it's a fictional book, but it's it's got a lot of it's a historical fiction, so it's got a lot of stuff in it. Um, and as I was, I read it last year, and as I was reading, I'm thinking, this really happened? And I go back and research, and yeah, it really did happen. So nice. That, that's a, a, a really good one. Nice, nice, good, cool. That's good. Anything else? All right, quick one. Pocket pocket knives or fixed blade knives, one or the other. For everyday carry, just just don't think about it. Okay. Pocket knives. Fixed blade. Fixed blade. Yeah. Bigfoot or UFOs? Bigfoot. <laughs> They're both fake. <laughs> pizza, pizza or salad? Pizza. Awesome. Awesome. Brian, so thank you so much for being here. You want to tell the guys how they can uh, hook up with you, get in touch with you, check out your stuff. If you have anything new that's going to be going on or going on now, uh, let the guys know, and we'll let, then we'll let you go. Yeah, well, thanks for letting me be on the podcast. I feel like a man. I'm, I'm humbled. I'm telling you, I've been like, man, I made it on today's podcast. I'm so cool. <laughs> so, um, survivalonpurpose.com is my website. It is pretty lame right now. I'm working on maybe this year that'll get better. Hey, Luke, fix that for him, all right? <laughs> and um, the uh, you can go to survivalonpurpose.com forward slash subscribe to sign up for my email newsletter. Um, every week I put out an, a new email with all the previous week's videos and, you know, d you know, any information I think might be helpful. Maybe do some giveaways for that throughout the year. I mean, YouTube, as you know, is like sketchy on notifying people. Mm -hmm. And is. then you can go to youtube.com, Survival on Purpose, and, and look at my silly videos. <laughs> Guys, so you need to go check out Brian's stuff. He has great reviews. He's going to tell it like he sees it. And that's what I appreciate about him. You're a good friend. Um, I love you, man. I appreciate you taking the time because I know this is a crunch day for you to come on and, and be with us all and share your wisdom. Uh, please come back again. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, man. Ben, you Thank too. you. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Please go get your tiny survival guides. Go check out the app that we have on tinysurvival.com where you can build your own ultimate pocket survival kit. You can also get tiny guides and cards and a lot more stuff coming soon over on Amazon. Please leave a five-star rating. Please subscribe to the podcast. Share it. Leave a five-star rating again. Man, Ben, we're doing pretty good on those ratings over there. I, I checked. We're, we're like 4.999 and got almost a couple hundred views or uh, reviews over there. That's good. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, check out the description for links. We'll get a link over to Brian's stuff there. All right, guys and gals, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Survival Show podcast. Keep it simple, be positive, and stay sharp. Stay sharp.